Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back live here on our big broadcast. We are coast to coast. We are border to border on iHeartRadio today and also 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. And uh, we apologize for the technical difficulties, but that's what live radio is about. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. An incredible Incredible guest. Stella is with us. She has got an incredible, incredible project. Stella, give us a little bit on your background so we can educate the listeners, and then we'll talk a little bit about your latest project here, my friend. Well, thank you so much. My name is Stella Morbido. I just uh, published a book called The Weaponization of Loneliness. A lot of that is based on my background with, uh, you know, the study of propaganda, particularly the study of Russian and Soviet history. I worked for a decade as an analyst of propaganda at the CIA back in the 80s, and I am currently a senior contributor to The Federalist. Fantastic. Stella Morabito with us today. She is the author of The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide, and Cocker. And she joins us today here on the telephone. So, Stella, this book, incredibly well-written. You've put a lot of time and effort into the book. Tell us a little bit about your writing process. My writing process? Well, I would say that uh, I wrote this book. I'll just tell you why for a moment. Um, because uh, all of the crazy agendas that we see around us, whether it has to do with uh, various institutions of medicine or gender identity or, uh, you know, critical race theory, all these things that are very destructive to civil society all have a common thread. And uh, the common thread is, I believe, self-censorship, the fear of expressing what you're thinking or what you believe Um, because of the threat of ostracism. And that's because, as human beings, we are all hardwired to connect with one another. But that fear is really natural and really primal and causes us to give a lot of oxygen to destructive agendas. We don't recognize the extent to which our self-censorship creates a vacuum into, into which all these crazy ideas rush. And so I, I, I wrote this book for that reason, to tie it all together. I think we all instinctively understand, you know, we're kind of afraid to say things that'll get us socially rejected. But I don't think we understand the process and the patterns consciously. So I, I, I wrote this book to try to, you know, to try to put it all together, kind of a blueprint to help people learn to detect these patterns, and to be more bold in, in saying what they think, because otherwise uh, we'll lose our freedom. I mean, free speech is use it or lose it. And um, so I think political censorship is really the, uh, the most dangerous uh, agenda right now of, the, you know, of 
any kind of tyrant or, or, or totalitarian. We have got a great guest with us today. Stella Morabito is with us. She is the author of The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide, and Conquer. And she joins us today here on the telephone. Welcome to the big broadcast. And uh, Stella, this book, you've put a lot of time and effort into the book Tell us a little bit about where you see this book going. What are some of your goals for the book, The Weaponization of Loneliness? Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me on your show. I, I really uh, I appreciate it. Um, where do I see this book going? I, I see it as a means to help people become more aware of the patterns and dynamics that make them shut up about what they believe because that's a really dangerous habit that we're into. The habit, of course, is caused by that natural fear, but we have to snap out of it if we want to retain our freedom. The, and uh, and that, yes. my hope is that, my hope is that uh, the book will help in you know, whatever way, whether it's small or large, just whatever way to help people become more aware of, of these things, these patterns that have existed Throughout, especially modern history, since the French Revolution, we have what I call the machinery of loneliness we need to be aware of. The main components of that are identity politics, political correctness, and mob agitation. And, of course, we saw the mobs in action from the French Revolution to the Bolshevik Revolution to Hitler's Third Reich up to Mao's Cultural Revolution. Of course, it, it carries on today in a lot of different ways. And... Uh, these are things we need to be aware of, our conformity impulse, the totalitarian impulse, and how easily institutions become corrupted and subverted if we aren't aware of, of how these things play out. We have got a great guest with us today. Stella Morabito is with us. She has written an incredible book, The Weaponization of Loneliness. That's right, The Weaponization of Loneliness, How Tyrants Stoke Our Fear of Isolation to Silence, Divide, and Conquer. And she joins us today here on the telephone. This book, you've put just so much information in here. What was your research process like? Oh, my goodness. Yes, it is kind of dense. Uh, it, well, it was a long process, but, um, you, know, it, it, you know, I had to do with uh, dividing it up into kind of the historical look at how isolation is used as a weapon and how the fear of isolation is used as a weapon, uh, the history of it, and then the science having to do with these conformity experiments that Solomon Ash performed back in the 1950s and, uh, you know, and after him, Stanley Milgram, and, you know, all of these amazing um, ways to look at how we behave as social animals. And then uh, I looked at uh, the vivid, what I call the vivisection of America, uh, the demo, you know, uh, certain demographics and how they respond to the machinery of loneliness, uh, the uh, you know political correctness, identity politics, and mob agitation, and then I looked at the uh, the institutions and the institutional breakdown, and the and the conclusion is basically that the big prize for tyrants and totalitarians is really um, our personal conversations, our personal 
relationships that we find formed in what are called the mediating institutions of society, and that would be the family, faith, institutions of faith and, and community. Um, basically what we're dealing with is a war on friendship, a war on conversation. I think we need to become more aware of that because if we can't speak openly to one another, we can't have any relationships. If you think about it, um, if you can't speak to people, you can't, you can't have a relationship. And, and that's really where we are right now with this major loneliness epidemic. People are feeling so isolated. And, of course, COVID was a, uh, you know, that really fast-tracked our isolation because it enforced it, and it used a lot of scare tactics, not only to enforce our isolation, but to um, create all kinds of hostilities that magnify our sense of isolation. So, um, you know, the answer is really to reach out and, um, and take back our sense of community, our, our, you know, ability to talk to people one-on-one, I think, is really the best way to break out of this face-to-face, one-on-one, and that gets the ripple effect going. Uh, there's a fantastic essay about how that works by Václav Havel called The Power of the Powerless. So anyway, that's just kind of that's a, kind of an overview, maybe a little more than you wanted to hear, but but that's an overview of um, you know the the process of breaking down how to look at this uh, thesis and offer it for people to read. We have got a great guest with us today. The author of the Weaponization of Loneliness, Stella Morabito, is with us. She joins us today here on the telephone, talking about her incredible book. So now that this book is out there and you've been promoting it, what is next for you as an author? I'm sorry, uh, Jim, could you repeat that? I, I didn't... Uh, no problem, no problem. We'll, we'll do it again, my friend. We've got the author of The Weaponization of Loneliness, Stella Morabito, with us today. She joins us on the telephone. Well, now that this book has been published, Stella, what is next for you as an author? Well, I think I'd like to, I have a, a project, um, I'd like, I have this idea about starting uh, discussion groups and book clubs on the theme, not just of the weaponization of loneliness, but on how political correctness affects us and propaganda and, you know, all of these things that break down civil society. And I, I, I actually piloted a book club on that theme um, a while back, and it was, abs- it was really successful. And so I, uh, I'm, hope, I'm hoping to write a, um, a kind of a guidebook for starting book clubs on this theme with a very extensive multimedia bibliography that would include not just books and, and articles for people to read and discuss, but also movies to watch together and documentaries. Uh, there's a great documentary on the um, Solomon Ash experiments on conformity, things like that. But in any case, that, that would be probably the next project uh, that follows up with this book. Fantastic. Well, Stella, I really appreciate you making some time for us today. Thanks for coming on the broadcast. Before we let you go, how do people get your book and also get involved with you online? All righty. Well, uh the, uh, b- my book is sold wherever books are sold online, and that would mean 
Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Goodreads, uh, you know, uh, you know, wherever you can find books online. And uh, you would just look up Weaponization of Loneliness, Stella Morabito. But also, I do have a personal blog. It's StellaMorabito.net, Stella Morabito, all one word. And my Twitter handle is Stella underscore Morabito. Um, and, uh, of course, you can look at my writing at The Federalist uh, as, you know, an author there. I've done several um, articles, a lot of which focus on these themes. Fantastic. Well, Stella, have yourself a wonderful day. We will talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There she goes. That is Stella Morabito. She joins us today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 